Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling, and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. On today's episode of Astrology for Leaders, I am really looking forward to the conversation that I'm about to have with the gorgeous Tanya Denning Orman. Tanya is a proud Biri and Kuku Yimajan woman from central and north Queensland. And she has led NITV since it joined SBS in 2012 and more recently became SBS's first director of Indigenous content. Tanya manages NITV as a channel dedicated to Indigenous voices, overseeing its diverse and innovative multi-platform content. She plays an instrumental role in the development and delivery of First Nations storytelling across the SBS network. And with more than 20 years experience working in media, Tanya has previously held positions as a journalist and producer for ABC and SBS, and a number of different roles at NITV since its inception in 2007. As a champion for strong Indigenous media, she also holds a number of industry board positions, including the Media Diversity, including with Media Diversity Australia, First Nations Media Australia, and the World Indigenous Television Broadcast Network. Tanya, what a beautiful, amazing bio. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Really looking forward to the conversation. So am I. So look, there's lots for us to explore, but before we, we get into the detail of things, I would, I would really appreciate you sharing with the listeners what your take on the role of leadership is and um, why you believe it's so important for everyone to step into their leadership qualities today. Look, leadership for me is, um, you know, either, you know, being um, with the team when they need you to be, but also ensuring you're, uh, you know, providing that light and providing that direction, that vision that they know where they're going. And, um, you know, it comes in all sorts of forms. Um, it comes in, you know, um, in the way, you know, I've got about 60 different staff um, working in different fields from news and current affairs to producers, um, you know, creative teams as well. So that they require different um, parts of me in different ways. And, um, mm. you know, for me, a leader isn't necessarily the manager. It's, it's, it's what you do, um, you know, to be the best that you want to be. And, um, you know, leaders, leadership is something that, um, you know, I think it's about 
the direction um, and you know it's very much about um, you know the steps you take to get to where you need to go so and it's about the impact uh, that you have on those around you. Beautiful a lot to do with the inspiration and how people are inspired by what you do gorgeous exactly. yeah yeah well, you had the amazing experience of learning about your culture's ancient wisdom through the family line. I'm really curious if you have always believed in the stars and, and I'm wondering if the conversation that you and I had some weeks ago about your birth chart, if that has somehow changed your perspective about the stars and if so, how? And as part of your answer, would be very interested in any information you've got about your upbringing and connection to the land. Yeah, no, it was um, definitely quite an um, interaction. We had a couple of weeks there and um, definitely made me think a lot about my upbringing, in fact, because, you know, you're delving into the soul, so to speak, um, when you um, presented my chart. So look, you know, and for those that are listening, I grew up as an 80s kid in central Queensland. Um, you know, I'm, as you mentioned earlier, Cookie Yamajin and Berry, my parents, um, my mother, mother and my grandfather and grandparents um, were through, you know, the Aboriginal Protection Act of Queensland put into missions from Moorabinda, Palm Island um, and Hopevale, um, way up north Queensland. And yeah, that, I guess, really inspired me into the career that I ended up going in. I love stories and storytelling. When you ask about the stars that, you know, do I believe in them? It's, it's um, not a matter of belief. It's, uh, it's, it's real. It's a part, a part of the storytelling and the, you know, when we learn about the creation of how we are and also how we, um, you know, where we go to get food and um, connect and know, know the location um, when we go out. So as much about, um, you know, who we are as, um, you know, Indigenous people, um, as Cookie Yamjin and Berry. So the stars are a part of the life as much as my parents are a part of my life. They're, they've always been, um, you know, um, a part of, just being and existing and knowing your place in the world. And, mm. you know, it was interesting when we were chatting about, um, you know, you mentioned about time and time of birth and, you know, I, what I took away from that, you know, you asked, or, you know, is time a part of your um, uh, belief? And for me, it's, it's a, a never ending cycle and, and, um, you know, you're a part of something bigger and that's what I've always grown up about as well. So, mm. yeah, it was, um, you know, I know that's a, there's a lot we can talk about in that sense, but, you know, I, where I grew up, you saw the stars. It's a, you know, there, it was a small town and it was, um, and we went out bush all the time and, you know, it was, um, it made, it gave you security because you knew where you were, you knew how to get home, um, but also around campfire, you know, Pa would talk about, you know, the creation um, and, you know, those stories of, um, you know, what got us into existence, uh, um, you know, gave you a sense of peace and understanding of the world, I guess, in a sense of where I always felt that I was part of something bigger. And I know I've already said that, but it's, um, yeah, it's that bigger 
after our chat, it was really re being reminded of that because I think, you know, down here in Sydney, it's in such a fast paced mm. um, environment. Yeah. I try to do what I can to be grounded. Um, yeah. And, you know, what our conversation gave me is that, that moment to reflect, which I probably don't do enough of. Beautiful. I've got goosebumps from head to toe and I'm dreaming of being in the outback and no, you know, electrically lit lights and just the stars lighting the way. What an extraordinary oh, yeah. gift. And the lights out there, it was also, you know, it had stories about, you know, we hear about the Min Min lights and, yeah, it was a way to keep us kids from running around and um, leaving home as well. So, yeah, it's the stories are great. The stories also scared us <laughs> when you're out bush. Um, but it's sort of um, really about your place in the greater scheme of things, if that's a message I can, um, you know, offload and, mm. and think about that when it comes to my leadership journey as well. It's, you know, you're a part of something. I've always felt to be a part of something that you contribute and um, into the greater scheme of things as well. Yeah, gorgeous. Well, let's let's start delving into your to your chart and use that as a bit of an illustration of what some of your major strengths and key leadership signatures are. And for those of you who are listening, Tanya has a lineup or stellium of planets in the very grounded, very practical, very sensual sign of Taurus. And the energy of Taurus is um, definitely about that strong connection to the earth and that deep appreciation through all five of the human senses um, of being at one and, and entwined with nature. And so what's really fascinating to me when I sat down and I saw Tanya's chart, but first and foremost, with, with this lineup of planets happening up in the 10th house, which is about your career, and it's about where you're really wanting to put yourself out there and the kind of legacy that you're here to leave behind from a professional sense. There's an innate drive and an innate inspired version of you that's very connected to the concept of nature, of your country, and of being able to um, really inspire others to have a deep appreciation of that as well. So there's also a very strong element of Taurus that connects into being practical and about taking steps slowly one step at a time to get the results. So there's a certain amount of patience that can come with Taurus. Now there's other parts in your chart that are like, I've got to get on with the show, but overarching, there is a there's a persistence within you that can can last the test of time. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you how those sort of traits have served you um, to get you where you are today? Yeah, definitely. So you know that I grew up in central Queensland, and there's a mining town, and you know uh, I was very you know the side of the tracks I was growing up on, uh, surrounded by love and. However, there was a sense for me quite young of injustice and, you know, going to school and could, you know, what kids were being taught was not the reality of what I was experiencing of being Aboriginal um, in central Queensland and also, you know, what was being reported on the news um, and how we were being reported on as well. So, that, you know, I've got the sense of injustice quite young and got the sense of inequality on our screens and the communication. So despite, you know, I, I figured I'm relatively shy, but 
you know, if I want something, I'll go for it. And to actually make that step, um, you know, I knew quite young, wanted to be a journalist, went to university um, and to actually leave, um, you know, what was my comfort. And back then, um, you know, my degree was done in Rockhampton, Central Queensland University, which is close to home at the time. So that was great. Got to live with my Nana doing the degree. So, but I um, went, you know, down to Canberra on graduating um, in 1996, 97. And that was a huge step forward. So I guess for me, you know, I feel, you know, I need my family life. I need that um, grounding. But then as far as um, the ambition goes and mm. pushing forward and, you know, what you were just saying there within the chart, um, you know, once I've got my mind on something and I talk often about, how I kept on knocking on the door of the ABC until they pretty much let me in. And I was freelancing. I worked at Triple J for a bit and down at um, ABC News um, in um, Nara and over in Brisbane. And, you know, once I got in the door, I guess, you know, nothing was stopping me, but it mm. took a bit to get in. It was a time of immense budget cuts um to the public broadcaster um so i was you know felt i got my dream job and i was going to you know keep on going until i really wanted more and more australians you know and back then there was no such thing as an indigenous national indigenous channel but the ambition i had um you know originally i, I wanted to be a foreign correspondent and keep telling stories and then it was just becoming more and more obvious. Um, Australia, you know, back in um, 2000 was at a turning point. There was people walking over bridges for reconciliation. There was a push mm. to an apologise to, um, you know, to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people for the removal of children. You know, I was a result of, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier, my family were under an act and, you know, didn't get to keep their wages um and you know despite working hard all their lives so i just had that desire to keep um you know keep on pushing and you know sometimes when i think about it you know i miss home all the time mm. but yes, yes. i feel that sense of um you know that sense of drive and you know hearing you talk about the chart i guess that's um you know something that's a consistent theme in that my last 20 years there's been a lot of getting knocked down, um, but I've managed to get back up again. Yeah, so that tenacity and that persistence and that eye on the goal and just knowing that it's 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 important to you. In terms of just talking to what you were describing about there's this part, there's this really strong connection to the wound of others and a deep sense of um, compassion that sits with inside of you because the ruling planet of Taurus is Venus and in your chart Venus is situated at the highest point in the chart she's located in Aries and so that brings through a very strong fighting spirit and a strong desire to take action and almost be like the independent warrior woman that's willing to take the charge and willing to take the reins and be responsible and Venus is lined up very closely next to Chiron which is the wounded healer so that's that's your own experience with wounds as a child and being in an environment where you experienced and saw others who are wounded and that helped you develop that very strong sense of compassion for others which you've chosen to to use as a vessel to take forward and and create something in your career that makes a difference that can help the healing 
take place. And when I saw that in your chart, I was, I, I thought, well, of course. And so there's this lifelong mission and ambition that's just a really strong drive within you. So, I mean, would you like to talk to that any further in terms of where else you'd like to, to take things beyond what you're doing now? And, and, and given you're on a number of boards as well, so you're playing quite an influential role in, in different places. Yeah, I guess that sword is the pen, so speak, or the, you know, television medium or visual medium. And um, as a warrior pushing forward um, through that in the way that I do it, I guess, in my style, um, the ambition is, you know, to go completely, um, you know, we've, we've come a long way as an Indigenous media sector. However, you know, communication is that two-way street and it is, you know, that ambition for more and more Australians or even globally. Um, there is a desire globally, um, as you know, you mentioned, I'm on the World Indigenous Broadcast Board as well, um, mm. where for Indigenous knowledge, whether it's for, um, you know, with management of, um, you know, issues we're dealing with in regards to the climate crisis, or as, you know, the healing is becoming a consistent theme at the moment as well. And I think it's because we've gone through such a, uh, interesting transition last year, um, mm. which is still continuing, but a theme that's coming up a lot um, for, you know, what I'm getting feedback from audiences and desires from people is with um, how we tell our stories as Indigenous storytellers and, you know, show what's the realities, but also, and this is what we've always had. And, you know, despite what happened to my parents and grandparents, um, we, we always had laughter, we always had healing, but we always knew the truth. And that's pretty much, you know, the ambition I have with utilising all the platforms. Like last year in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement, um, we had Netflix encouraging viewers to switch them off and come to our little old Indigenous channel to understand the truth. And that movement for me, when I think about 20 years ago when I started, is just phenomenal. Yeah, um, big and, change in the needle, huge. Yeah, yeah. And the constant, um, you know, the ambition is to keep pushing. But, yeah, there is definitely, you know, I work, majority of my team are Indigenous and we've, you know, there are degrees of trauma and hurt that we carry. And, you know, it's, um, I think, the fact that we see the opportunities and we feel the, the the warrior spirits, I guess, gets carried throughout all of us within the channel to um, do our best. And also mm. storytelling is just, um, I think we grow up as children, whether you're Indigenous or not, you love stories. So the power of story, I believe, is something that's really um, gotten me through a lot of my twists and turns from being in the production out in the front line, being a journalist, making productions and documentaries to then working behind the stage in management and pushing forward that way, which mm. has always been a challenge for me because I feel like I'm a journalist or, you know, producer at heart. But, um, you know, I think I've taken that storytelling um, ambition into the boardroom and into or the way that I do stories into the boardroom and into the executive rooms um, of negotiations. 
Yeah, very, very powerful. There's there's one, there's a, there's a lot of signatures for those of you who are listening in Tanya's chart that would be really lovely to go into a deep dive around. But just for the unconscious of time, there's just in terms of what you were just describing with that um, storytelling being really important as part of the way in which you um, get, get the perspective across, whether it's at, on the you know, cutting room floor, dealing with editing and dealing with the stories getting out there or up at the boardroom level. And you've got Neptune, which represents your spiritual side, but also your ability to imagine and to create. And that Neptune sits in Sagittarius and Sagittarius is the adventurer and philosopher and and really the energy, that fiery passion of Sagittarius is all about imparting knowledge and constantly learning and constantly expanding your mind so there is this very sort of and that sits in the part of your chart that's connected to your daily work and your daily routine so there is this ongoing thread of using your imagination your creativity to help expand your own mind but in turn to be able to communicate and articulate your message so people can understand the work that you do and how it fits into the big picture and so I think that talks nicely to what you were just saying, but does that, is there anything else that you'd like to add yeah. to that point? Um, no, I, I guess also reflecting from um, our catch up a couple of weeks ago, when you mentioned this um, being able to go into a boardroom or into, you know, what you see is what you get with me, I think, um, what people say, it, it, but you do that in a filmmaking sense, um, you know, when you meet with people, you just connect with them, um, you know, they're sharing your, the, themselves with you, they're sharing their stories with you and, you know, when you mentioned, because, you know, sometimes, like, I think a lot of us have that um, imposter syndrome anyway, but being a young Murray kid growing up, you know, I've been Cooker Yamajin buried in a mining town. And then, you know, any sort of major institution I went to, whether it's university and then becoming a journalist at ABC, and then um, now in an executive position, I felt all the time like an imposter. But it's a case of, you know, this is me. And, you know, that grounding of where I've come from has always been important. But as part of the craft, I guess, um, that I've taken with, you know, from what I learned as, you know, when people open up to you in the storytelling sense, you look after them, you look after their story. I take that into my work, whether it's with my, um, you know, management or leadership of my team. Um, you know, I mentioned to you, you know, I, I take that family spirit um, mm. with them because it's a, you know, I believe we should live and breathe what we're trying to achieve. We're, we're an indigenous storytelling um, medium and it's all about community and family. So for those that work with us, whether they're indigenous or non-indigenous, I'd like to foster a family environment because people are spending and giving within that time and, but also going into, you know, doing massive presentations to do massive multi-million dollar deals. You know, I'll just go in and it's about, you know, what you see is what you get. And I think, you know, whether that's a sign of the times that boardrooms and, um, you know, a lot of the boardrooms are still very male dominated and very, you know, they're, they're a lot of their skill set are from a certain um, part of Australia, a certain experience or lived experience. And, you know, I'm 
probably one of the few with my lived experience in boardroom in Australia in a boardroom in a media organization and I, I don't take that lightly I like to bring the reality of you know there are many like me and um, you know I take that into the work that I do and you know mm. I, I'd like to think I'm probably not like everyone around me but I use that to my advantage. Beautiful. And with the with cancer on your ascendant, that that strong desire to create an environment to work in, which feels like family or where you create this essence of family and home and being able to create safe spaces for people to work in and to nourish them so they can do their best work. And the fact that you've got Mars and Saturn in there. So there's this intrinsic drive to be able to get others to do things for you because they feel like they're part of this team that's a family that's a strong gift that you've got that you've, you've been able to use as well so look in terms of um in terms of just kind of closing out for the moment because there's so many angles here and it would be lovely potentially to have a part b conversation further down the track even at the end of 2020 2021 when the world is changing so rapidly. And as you said, things are really shifting with what, everything that happened last year. And we are now in a brand new 200 year cycle, which is much more about the, the new era is much more about ideation and collaboration and how do we communicate more effectively and how can we find innovative ways to do the healing for humans and for the planet. So it's, it's perfect storm for for the work that you're doing. And that's why I'm sure you're completely inundated at the moment with lots of new ideas and threads of themes of things to be able to work on. Um, so I suppose in closing, I always like to get a bit of a perspective in terms of the experience that you had unpacking these aspects of yourself using the lens of Western astrology. How do you think that this form of ancient wisdom can potentially help lis listeners also unlock their pathway to leadership success? Yeah, I, I think it's all about knowing who you are and then how you take that knowledge into the steps that you move forward with. It is really, um, you know, you don't have to be something that you're not and you, you come with special reasoning and special insights and you know lived experience and you know as I mentioned earlier leadership is not what you know we may have perceived you know what we were told by you know the Dallas or dynasty if you're watching <laughs> 80s tv or the likes it's about um you know how you connect and I think as you mentioned um we are in a whirlwind um we've always been there's always transition um you know yes we're in a 200 year cycle but there's always um there's been a lot of learnings and lessons along the way to get here we mm. managed 2020 to keep um a lot of productions a lot of problem solving we did but we kept it on air because we learned little lessons along the way to get here and yeah i'm combusting at the moment because there's so much desire which is so exciting by australian media outlets um, or consumers more importantly audiences wanting knowledge and I'm trying to keep up with it as well. So, you know, there's a point for me where I've got to, you know, just think about who am I and not get overwhelmed and uh, get, you know, um, uh, you know, basically 
think about those steps that I need to take. And I guess for those listening, it's, um, you know, if there is that sort of parting, um, you know, thoughts from my experience, my experience talking to you about the chart is the time out is important as much as the steps forward that you need to take and reflecting on who you are and understanding your place in the world, I think is more important than it's ever been, where we need to connect with each other in ways beyond the physical. Um, and, you know, how do we do that? And, you know, we've mm -hmm. been this technology of FaceTiming or Zoom has been moving along over the last 10 years, but here we are now. So you've had lessons in life around you that have gotten you to this point as well. And it's how you take that and able to put that in your personal life or your work life and you know realize who you are and you're you've got value you've got worth and you've got reason for your existence and I guess that's what you you know the signs are around you and that's what's really quite interesting in this conversation and this experience that we've had beautifully said so wise such wise words so for listeners who've really enjoyed this conversation and would love to learn a little bit more about you and um connect up with you um how can they get in touch with you where's the best place for them to go oh you know um SBS, NITV. I think I've got a, a digital footprint that's, you know, I've still got my Hotmail account from <laughs> back in uh, 1998. So I haven't been to, um, I've, I've got dirty digital all over the world at the moment. So LinkedIn <laughs> is um, a great, you know, starting point if you're on LinkedIn. Um, but look, go to our website at, um, you know, sbs.com.au, go to NITV. Um, you can easily connect that way with me. Um, so I'm on all the socials and um, Twitter. I'd love to connect. Awesome, awesome. And finally, what can listeners look out next for from you and from NITV? I think you've given us a bit of an indication there's a lot coming, but is there anything in particular that you'd love to give a shout out to? Absolutely, I would. We've got, um, you know, some really incredible um documentaries coming away but children's content particularly we've got our we've got a really um beautiful series called little jane because so we get our third series on its way to audiences so for those with kids if you know it's always a great starting point if it's you're starting your journey to connect with indigenous stories and indigenous culture and understand the country if you live in australia and understand this country you get a part of, um, you know, I recommend um, connecting with us on our Jardins content. That's a, that's a, 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 our children's content, but particularly Little Jane because we have coming up. And look, we've got so many um, incredible content, but we've also got a lot of really important content um, that I would like every single Australian to connect with. We've got a massive documentary series called First Wars coming in, um, you know, early next year. Um, with that is also a documentary called Incarceration Nation, some really important, um, you know, it's our story as Australians and, you know, really encourage everybody, you know, we want, it's, it's our story and I can't um, encourage you enough to be a part of it. It's, um, you know, we've got a lot to share and it's our journey together. Fantastic. I look forward to that. It'll be here before we know it, won't it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's already the end, almost the halfway through February. 
Tanya, thank you so much. Such a pleasure and such an honour to be connecting with you in this way. Thank you for sharing your amazing words of wisdom, your amazing, extraordinary leadership journey. I wish you well. And um, yes, and listeners, um, I, I, I really encourage you, if you've enjoyed our conversation, to share this with as many people as you can, because I think... There is so much for us to learn as we connect back into country. Tanya, thank you. Thank you for having me. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. While you're there, check out my Astrology for Business membership and my coaching programs. You can follow me on Facebook, just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page and also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran. Love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening and I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.